Hi, and welcome to the Almost Perfect podcast. I'm Wendy, and I am almost perfect. Well, not quite. If you're a woman who's inundated with the things you need to do and the people you need to do those things for, if you're overwhelmed, or if you think you've started to lose your identity and don't recognise yourself anymore, then you're in the right place. You are beautiful. You are amazing. And you are enough. I'm going to help you see that in true Italian style. So come on in and let's have a chat. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Another special guest day today on the Almost Perfect podcast. Today is going to be really different. I have a lady with me who, um, well, you're going to love her. I know that there are lots of my friends and lots of people who actually regularly listen to the podcast who um, who will absolutely adore Stephanie. Um, they're going to, she's going to be right up your street. Put it there. <laughs> Um, okay, so I'm going to tell you that Stephanie is from the UK and she started doing something in um, lockdown. I think it was. You'll, you'll tell us in a minute, um, which is a little different. So welcome, Stephanie. Hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs> That's my pleasure and everybody's pleasure, I'm sure, when they find out that you are <laughs> the author of three books, but one in particular that, that has... Um, got everybody's interest is a book called Wax Whips and My Hairy Bits. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> so now they're, now all these people are rolling about on the floor laughing. Um, yeah, well, you better start and tell us a little bit about yourself and what made you decide to start writing. Okay, so I'm 51. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm a mum of three, mm -hmm. perimenopausal, and I live in the north of England. Yeah. Um, at the beginning of the first lockdown, I was in the process of setting up a recruitment agency that would help over 50s get back into the workplace. Oh, brilliant. Um, and then, of course, <sighs> lockdown happened, didn't it? And everything stopped. Right. And I had all this lockdown anxiety and menopause anxiety <laughs> two sons home from uni one son homeschooling I was thinking I've got to do something here to um make myself laugh you know trying to alleviate some of this anxiety mm -hmm. um and then coincidentally I read a couple of lines um from 50 shades of grey only a couple <laughs> just a couple it was just a quote I think on Facebook <laughs> You weren't glued to the just, film. And it just kind of peaked something inside me. And I just thought, no, women aren't like this. Mm. We snag our tights, we trip <laughs> over in heels, we get frizzy hair if there's even the tiniest moisture in the air. Oh, yeah. So I had this choice, Wendy, and it was either bake banana bread <laughs> yes. or write a funny monkey book. Right. So naturally... I wrote the funny monkey book. Steamy stories. Yeah. How did you I, get? So how did you get the? I mean, as you say, you you had a couple of you read a couple of lines from um, Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm pretending I don't know what that is. Um, no, 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 no. um. Uh, so, but but is I'm just intrigued as to how you go from like doing a recruitment agency to writing a book like this. How 
How um, do you do it from, I, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to ask if you're doing it from personal experience. No, but... no, no, definitely not. What, what I did was I just thought about scenarios in films and books like Fifty Shades of Grey. Okay. Um, you know, where you have this submissive woman and she's fawning over the handsome man and everything's, you know, perfect and attractive and marvellous. Yeah. And I just thought, well, what if you took these scenarios and you turned them on the head and you made them more realistic? Right. Um, and actually really, really disastrous. <laughs> Real life. Yeah, so it was just taking certain scenarios, you know, that are synonymous with those kind of books and films. Right. And actually making them funny. It sounds, it sounds like my life. Well, no, it doesn't actually, apart from... <laughs> Parts of it might sound like my life, but the other side maybe not so much. <laughs> Perhaps I shouldn't have said that. How, what do your What do your sons? I mean, have your sons? You said you've got a couple of sons in one at uni. How, what do they have? They read them. What do they think? Oh gosh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> They're kind of simultaneously really, really proud. Yeah, and really, really mortified. Oh. Um, I mean, my eldest son said to me, "Mother." You know, should you not be playing badminton and drinking <laughs> barley water? <laughs> no, no, exactly. No. no. So um, you, you've got this book, but you had, did you do two others as well? Or was it? There's, there's four in wow. the Max Whips and My Hairy Books book series. Yeah. And you can, uh, readers can either buy them individually. Yeah. Or they can buy them as one book you know so it's from her and story from start to finish okay okay um and then i recently published a book of quotes from the menopause now that might be interesting as well because i know a lot of the the women that actually listen to this podcast are in that we're, we're all in our sort of late 40s to well upwards and i think a, a lot of people are suffering from um forgetful that's like me i forget i'm on i'm on i'm on track and then all of a sudden i'm away so oh, we all so that sort of thing i mean that sounds that sounds brilliant too so where did you get those were those again from personal experience or were they from no, I just spoke to um about 200 women oh gosh and i asked them for their funniest quotes on the menopause yeah because I wanted, you know, I want to make women laugh. I think laughter is is really good. It's you know, it, in terms of helping with anxiety, I think yeah. laughter is great. Yeah. Um, and the overwhelming um, view of the women that took part was they wanted to show other women that they they're not alone. Mm. Um, you know, so when you read about the lady that dropped her stuff at school and he forgot his lunch in the car so she ran after him into the crowded playground and shouted Dougal Dougal but Dougal was the dog's name <laughs> you know, it's, it's stuff that we've all done but then when yeah. you see somebody else is doing it you think you yeah actually <laughs> that is very uh, that's very true and and um I think when you actually when women come together and and, and start talking about stupid things that happen i mean like you say fun having fun and making a joke out of it um, and supporting each other through it because it, it isn't the best thing in the world to go through is it no, but but when you can make light of it um and that does make it a lot easier and 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 so that stories from other women that sounds fantastic too yeah it's um it's it's kind of a coming together of women mm. to make other women feel better and 
how did you find two? I mean, are they people that you know, or did you no, find them in groups? Um, or? I put requests out all over Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and women were only too happy to, to speak to me and, and give me their quotes. And, you know, they are hilarious. Um, and they are quite outrageous, actually. <laughs> Some of them. So we're going to all now head to Amazon and see if um, <laughs> see if we can get a copy of your book. I, I actually picked, um, there are reviews on Amazon, but I also went on to Goodreads. And just in case anyone is sort of, um, I, I'll mind, I'll make sure I don't read ones with terrible language in. But um, um, someone has put here a lady called Donna, and I also have a friend called Donna. Um, so and and probably she would love this is um, she's, they've put what can I say this is one of the funniest books I've ever read from the first page to the last it had me in fits of giggles sitting on my own in the house my neighbours probably think I've lost the plot I laughed so loud and who knew it would be so relatable if you have ever been on a dating site you know it's no exaggeration I literally ran home from work to finish it and then it ended so there's, I mean, there's a lot of them like that. So you obviously have hit the nail on the head with a lot of women there, I think. Yeah, I think people, you know, because there's some terrible reviews as well. But ah. I think I think women either, they, they, well, people either love it or they hate it. Right. Um, but the majority of, of women seem to actually absolutely love it and they relate to it. Um, men, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> Right, well, we better find out why. That is actually a good... Now you've, you've made that comment, um, that is probably a question I'm going to ask you. How do you cope? Because, I mean, yeah, it's great to have, um, see the great comments, but how do you cope with the not-so-great comments? Um, because I know that a lot of people like everybody to like everything they do. I know I fall into that habit of of wanting people to like what I do. So how do you how do you um, get over the, the net not-so-great or the negative comments I think I I just think well, it's horses for courses, isn't it? You're mm-hmm. not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Um, you've just got to build up a resilience. Okay. I mean, sometimes it does sting and it does hurt, but so you know, some of the negative reviews I got a neg I got a one star review because I'd written a sequel. I can't do anything about that. Or <laughs> okay. a one-star review because a reader didn't like the swearing in the book. Right. But the book isn't pretending to be anything it's not. It's called Wax, Whips and My Hairy Bits. Yeah. It's not serious. It's not a great literary tome. It is not going to win the book prize. <laughs> but it is making women laugh. It, yeah. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm quite happy to do that. Brilliant. Um, yeah. And recently, a couple of weeks ago, I did um, a four-minute phone-in with This Morning. Yes. And it it really resonated, the story behind the book really resonated. And it went up to number two in the whole of of Amazon, all all the millions of books on Amazon, and mine was number two. Number two. And I was sandwiched between the Hairy Bikers and Richard Osman. Wow. you know, and I, I am literally, I am just, I am a nobody. I'm just, just a northern woman with a propensity for using rude words. That's but, you must be so proud because I know I would be if I've done that. I, it would, that's just brilliant to be, like, as you say, all the books on Amazon and, and there are an awful lot out there, aren't there? Cause I think it's nine million. <laughs> That's absolutely brilliant. Really, that well done. I mean, you must, you really must be over the moon at that. 
I am and like I said I am I am just ordinary um I don't have any contacts um I'm not a celebrity I haven't got a cracking pair of tits I haven't been on Love Island (laughs) I'm I'm just an ordinary 51 year old menopausal woman and I want to sort of shout it out you know really loud if I can do it anyone can and have faith and have confidence and it doesn't matter how old you are if you're 25 or if you're 75 if you have a dream go for it because if you don't you'll never know brilliant that's really lovely um i was going to ask you um about you were saying about whether you're 25 or 55 but if if you weren't feeling i mean i don't know how what how you would cope with this but if you weren't feeling so great about your body and maybe you'd think you look old or fat or just a bit rubbish. Um, what would you do to reverse that feeling? I always think um, it's not only what's on the outside that matters. Mm-hmm. It's what's on the inside that's yeah. important. Mm-hmm. Um, now I have grey and frizzy hair. I'm developing jowls. <laughs> I'm flat chested. <laughs> but if, if people don't like me because of that then I wouldn't want to know them anyway no. because I'm I'm so much more yeah. than what I look like externally and also you know who's to say if if you're feeling a little rounder than than you would like or who's to say what's beautiful yes who's yeah. to say who who makes that judgment who yeah. who decides what's beautiful I, I just think everyone's beautiful if you've got a good heart it reflects on the outside. Absolutely. Perfect answer. Thank you very much for that. So talking about that, what is the most beautiful thing about you? What, physically? Or... It doesn't matter, whatever. whatever. What is the most beautiful thing about you? I think I'm compassionate. I think I'm kind and I think I'm compassionate. Mm. And I'm always here if anyone needs me. Yeah. And my eyes are quite nice as well. Oh. <laughs> and so if there was one thing you were to change about yourself, what would it be? Um... I do lack confidence, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I, 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 I you know, I, I do, I'll, I like, sort of re, when I started the book, I used a pen name because I thought, oh, everyone's going to hate it, you know, <laughs> uh, so I'll, I'll use a pen name that nobody ever needs to know. Um, I just wish I could be a little bit more confident. That's really strange, isn't it? Because people would think that you're writing a book like that, which is not an easy topic for for many people to talk about. And and then you're saying that you lack confidence, which mm. and you've actually been on more. Now you've been on. Um, I know. It's was it Good Morning Britain or was it? Um, it was this this morning. this morning. I mean, you've done things like that now, and yet, um, I mean, you're coming here to talk to me. You don't know me for you know we've mm. never actually met only via Facebook. So a, a lot of people would ne- look up to you and think, I really want to be like her because she's actually gone out and done something, even though she was scared, even though she hadn't got a clue, she was doing something else. She's actually had the confidence to, to get out there and do it. And so what one person's idea of confident is and another person's is different, isn't it? And, and uh, you know, as far as I would be concerned, I think it's amazing that you've, you've actually got out there and, and talked about all this stuff. I think it's 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 the self. I have a lot of self doubt. If that mm-hmm. makes sense, yeah. Because I think you know, oh god, everyone's going to think the book's shit, and I've made all these <laughs> sales, and everyone's going to hate it. And then Wendy's going to think I'm bonkers. <laughs> Not at all. 
<laughs> that's you know, I, I think that's that's how I think sometimes, and I I need to, I just kind of need to work on that a little bit. Yeah, well, um, I mean, even even in terms of the reviews on Amazon, you know, although I I just think you know it it is it is horses for courses, and some are going to love it, some are going to hate it. It takes me ages to look at them. <laughs> to really build up that confidence to go and look at them yeah yeah i'm bonkers no 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 i don't think you're bonkers i think you actually live quite um a good life because you're you're not you're not um acting what has people at 50 or whatever women obviously have used to have a a, an image Uh, anyone over 50 has actually had it so you're actually bucking the trend by um writing a book, doing what you want, saying what you think and being brave because it does take a lot of guts to, to come out and be, to do something like that, which is, which is brilliant. And um, I think the more people of our age talk about the problems that we are encountering and um, yeah, we're not spring chickens any longer, but we are, no. but we are beautiful still. No, 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 carry on, carry and, on. And we, it's really important that, we don't conform to the stereotypes of age because we yeah. don't have to. No. You know, we don't we don't have to. You don't have to hit a certain age and start wearing beige no. and start shopping at Marks and Spencers. You know, just just be yourself. Just yeah. just carry on being you because you are unique yes. and there'll never be another you. So no. just you know, carry on doing your thing. And also, and also at our age as well, we do have a bit of an excuse that we can actually go out and be a bit more wild. And um, we, like most people, if they have children, I don't, but you have, they've grown up. Um, you can now, you have more of a life for yourself and you can start actually creating that life. Think about what you want and actually, like you, changing what you do. And I don't know if you're still in, have you gone back into recruitment now as well? Or are you, um, are no, you still, you're writing? I'm just going to carry on with the writing and, yeah. and see see where it takes me. And obviously, the goal at the moment with the book, sort of achieving what it's achieved, is to get a um, a, a traditional publisher, right? Who okay, can help me get it out um, to the masses, really. Yeah. Because when you self-publish, you're quite limited because you don't have an advertising budget, you don't have a marketing budget. Mm-hmm. Um, but in order to get a publishing, you have to get a literary agent. Right. They're looking for stories that are going to resonate through the years and bring light into the dark. And I have three swear words in my first paragraph. <laughs> so I'm not really their demographic, even though thousands and thousands and thousands of women have read it and loved it. Mm-hmm. It's getting somebody to take a chance on me because, you know, like I said, it's it's not a great literary classic. It's just, you know makes ladies laugh well i think that if you go into any bookstore and or book bookshop um you you'll find books with swear words and things in it so I, i'm <laughs> i'm pretty sure that someone is going to take you on and do, uh, did you have any any literary like have you done any writing courses or did you uh, is it something that just you just went into blind no i mean I've, i did a little i've done a bit of content writing in the past okay but no, no, I just, I mean, I did English and drama at uni, but I just, it, it literally, I did go into it completely blind. That's amazing. Yes. Um, I just thought, like I said, I, I would just, I'd be lying in bed at two o'clock in the morning and I think, wouldn't it be funny if X, Y, and Z happened when you tried to drip, drip hot wax on somebody? I, you know, I'd be sitting <laughs> in bed laughing 
and that's kind of how how it came how it came about. So, for instance, there's um, there's a scene in the film Basic Instinct where they um, get friendly over the sink. Right. Okay. And I, I was thinking, well, hang on a minute. You know, the washing up's in there. That's not hygienic. <laughs> so that's how that's that's what I did with scenarios. I just turned them around and put you know brought the comedy into them. I think you're going to sell an awful lot of books now. Because <laughs> if you were to see my kitchen. <laughs> yes, and then I know somebody else who likes Basic Instinct, but I think it's probably a bit further down the line than the washing up in the sink bit. But um... Yeah. <laughs> and I also have a friend, I also have a friend who's writing a, or has, been, has an idea for a book. And um, she has... Uh, She's put. She's been putting it off forever and ever and ever. And she knows someone else who's written a book, and and they say it's hard. And so I'm. What I'm really hoping is that um, she she'll know who she is. That the she'll be listening to this, and you will inspire her to. Oh, she's got to go for it. You've. I don't know who you are, but you've got to go for it. Um, Thank you. And don't sit down and force yourself to write, which a lot of, a lot of authors do. You know, you set sort of five hours a day down to write. Just do it as it comes, as it flows, you know, just because that's what I did. It was really natural. It wasn't forced. And I ended, I just really enjoyed the process. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for <laughs> no, taking, because we've we've actually planned this meeting about three or four times, haven't we? And it's actually never come off because we've both either something, I've had no electricity. You've had to go to hospital. It's very romantic stuff, isn't it? You've had to go to hospital with your mother. I've had no electric. Well, the cars broke down and all sorts of things. So we didn't actually, this is, this is about the fourth attempt we've actually had to get together, isn't it? But we've done it. We've done we've it. Done um, what I'm going to do at the in with the, all the bits of the things for the podcast, I'm going to um, put how everyone can have a look at your book, have a link, and also to your Instagram because you're on Instagram as well. Yeah, and um, and I hope people will follow you. And as I say, I'm, I'm sure that one or two people are going to going to buy your book as well from this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so thank you, Stephanie, once again no, thanks, for, for being my too. guest. And um, I'll see you again soon. Speak soon. Cheers. Bye-bye. And that is the end of this podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it and I'll see you again soon. Ciao.